Good afternoon and welcome to the Hard Luck Show. I'm your certified, qualified, West Side host, Steve Lucky John. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, you tuned in to the greatest show on earth. It's the Hard Luck Show coming to you from the bunker in Southern California. Sitting across from me, my co-host and my partner is... Shumahan Bowen, American Indian, Southern Californian, elegant barbarian, here to hit you off with hey. that fucking deep ass shit again. If you living off the land, Yaksu yeah. If you stick it to the man, Yaksu yeah. If you die for your people, Yaksu yeah. If you see it through the evil, Yaksu yeah. Come on! If you a storyteller, Come on! Yaksu If you listen to your elders, Yaksu If you speak your native tongue, Yaksu and on the sound of Blue Eyes himself, Sean Lewis. Oh, yeah. Oh, Blue Eyes. Sort of I love it. And Audio professional. Where two heart. hearts can learn to share Luck Yes Show Love It's your uncle Beyond all time Shh. and the space Check this out, man The best to do it Before the candle bears Ooh, this is good Through the haze Touch my hand Come on, Steve Touch my hand Watch it play Till a woman and a man Yeah, buddy That's your fucking people, right? That's your blood, bro Hey, bro You see what I'm saying? (laughs) Oh, Frank Yeah Uncle Frankie Frank. Frank. Oh, but he really... Uncle Frank. Good old Uncle Frank. Tia Frank. Well, I'm wondering, does he get the money in allotments, or does it all come at once when he's a certain hey, age? Hey, bro. He already got it. Can we sidebar on this? It's an income thing, bro. Like, like there's a trust? There's a corpus to the trust, and then the, and so he gets income from the investments that are held by the trust. When Sean reaches a certain age, uh-huh. wait, can I talk about this? I think you should probably talk around it. All right. In, in a <clears throat> best lawyerly way. Yeah. Okay. So let me just tell you generally. If someone were to be. Right. So there are certain trusts that I can design, right, that are set up where when a beneficiary reaches a certain age. Beneficiary being a Sean. I can't, no. I mean, I'm not oh, going to say that. Right, right, okay. All right? But what I will say is, 
who's to receive anything from the trust is called a beneficiary. They benefit. They're the beneficiary. 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 Consigliere. Right, right, right. Same thing. A tutti sweet. A capo tutti at tutti. Same thing with all these things. Yeah, you know, I probably look better with, you You probably do better with Manischewitz, but it'd look funny on my table. So he probably gets money from the Sinatra uh, spaghetti sauce. Well, so let that me, would be like an example. Well, right? well, let me put it to you this way, though. Some people from that time and era, mm-hmm. Palm Springs, yes, was a big deal, right? And they owned a lot of real estate Palm in Palm Springs from yes. that era. Yes. Okay. So while the income is happening, when a certain beneficiaries reach a certain age. Mm-hmm. Like a bubble, mm-hmm. the trust bursts. Oh, it's no longer holding anything. It now opens up, and the gift comes outright. And so that means not only are you now getting the income, but now you have what they call the actual corpus, or the or in Latin the res, the thing itself. Mm. And that for people in that generation, when they were setting up trust in that industry, might be some big fucking land holdings in palm fucking springs got it do you understand what that means yeah do you i don't know if you really do actually do you understand let me explain something to you there's only one other major land holder in fucking palm springs if you really want to get down to and stop fucking around it's the fucking indians they got casino money Mm -hmm. okay certain people sang in casinos Right, got it. There's only a couple of fucking gotcha. big landowners. Got it. Some people are set up. Mm. Some people might have access to vagina for days. Days. Like you've never seen because of their real estate land holdings. You ever seen... Let me tell you something. There's a Palm Springs that the average fuckface knows, and then there's the real Palm Springs. Right. Okay. Right. We're not talking about carrying your bags down the dust. Oh, look, the Sheraton. <laughs> you want? Hey, it's a crazy night. Why don't we have access to the drink bar? Fuck you. There's a real Palm Springs. The pool closes at eleven. Right. Yeah, exactly. These you save your towel. Don't give us a laundry well, nightmare. Yeah. yeah, fuck that. Don't disturb me because I put a little cheap fucking COVID encrusted placard out in my fucking. All right. Then there's the other palms. Infinity pools. Mm. Infinity fucking pools. Right? There's actually a highlands to Palm Springs. People don't know this, but most people think down below here. There's actually a highlands where you can actually... High desert. Survey God's creation from an infinity pool. Mm. And that's all I'm going to say. They don't feel too sorry for certain people. Yeah, some people got it made. Right. That ship's really just coming in. Right. They're just coasting. Yeah. Like, while everyone else is sweating. They ain't got nothing to worry about. Oh, laugh at the Indian. He's got to still work. I'll just Mm. be on my fucking properties. Playing. Oh. Like, I'm like you guys, but I'm really not. Uh, It's not. it's It's an unbreakable martini glass. That's why I can drink it in my infinity pool. Doesn't matter if I black out and lose my keys like Brian Stevens. I still have my glass won't break. Bet you've never even had 
the real kettle one vodka. Bet you've never had the real one. The one that you can buy that you've heard of, but did you have you heard of the black gold label? Kettle One Vodka? No, you haven't. Right, exactly. You know why? Because you, you, none of you shitheads are allowed to even come near it. Mm. Right, Sean? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, my Sicilian uh, half-Jewish friend, mm-hmm. what's going on in the Middle East, bro? What is going on, bro? Come on. You said Big Lep called you up, gave you an earful. Lep was... <sighs> You know, Lepke's, I get it. I think Lepke's, Lepke's, I don't want to say it's wrong because I don't understand the situation enough. But I see a lot of people that automatically just believe the news and jump on the sides that are being provided. Mm-hmm. Right. There's more to it than that. But there is different, you know, there's different different stuff, you know, uh, I don't understand. I don't understand. All right. This is from The Hill. I'm just going to start throwing some shit out there. Come on. All right. This is from The Hill. This just in. The Associated Press, Al Jazeera, and other press advocates condemned the Israeli airstrike on Saturday that blew up the building housing them and other media outlets. Can you believe that? Like AP. AP and Al Jazeera on the same fucking... Now, listen, there may be some Jewish people that might not be surprised that Al Jazeera and the AP are actually reporting the same thing. I mean, let's let's not get... I'm, I'm pro-peace, but I'm not blind to the fact that there was a time when Western media was an anti-Jewish media. Mm. Now, let's not lie about that. But let's also not pretend... Like, there isn't some aspect also to the Palestinian cause as far as the Palestinians are concerned who are living there. I'm not saying that I agree with necessarily, I definitely don't agree with any anti Semitic or anti whatever, um, anything, whether it's American Muslim, I don't care who it is. I'm not against that. And by the way, I'm not anti Muslim either. So for right. every American that's saying like right. you know Muslims are violent, Islam's a violent religion, da, 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 I'm not down with that because you could say the same thing about all the Abrahamic, including the Christians. Mm-hmm. No one says shit about right. it. All right, but to get caught up in that argument is a real fucking distraction and a waste of time, right? But in terms of news events, that's pretty heavy, right? Yeah. Why? I mean, for you, Sean, why do you think it's heavy that? AP Al Jazeera and other advocates are in a building that was hit by the uh, an Israeli airstrike. Well, I was listening this morning, and they called them on the phone. They called the building and told them, "Hey, get out! We're about to bomb the building." And the so, Israelis called them. Yeah, ahead of time. Ahead of time. And Why so, would they bomb that building? Your guess is as good as mine. I'm sure they didn't explain that on the phone call. I mean, I'm sure they didn't. They just told him to evacuate. Everyone evacuated, and they were like, ah, that's probably not going to happen. Who would Boom. say that? Who? What asshole would be like, ah, it's, how do you get a call from the Israelis who say, get the fuck out, we're about to fucking hit that thing, and then somebody else is like, ah, you know what, probably not. Who's that asshole? I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying that they did say that, but... Uh. <laughs> 
Uh, I mean, See, I would that's think, a, he I gets would think me mad at doubt. people, and they're like, "That didn't even happen." Right, I would think there's some doubt, like, "Oh, is it really gonna blow up?" You know, like, mm-hmm. it's probably nah. not gonna happen, but it does. Nah, dude. You know, it's one thing I've learned about Israel mm. is if they're t- gonna tell you they're about to yeah, do some they shit, do yeah. they fucking do it. Well, every school I've ever went to that had a bomb threat, the bomb never exploded. Yeah, but that was like a school with a bomb yeah. threat. You're not in the Middle East, and you don't have Israel actually on right. the horn. But you don't actually know it's Israel. There's some. Nudnik calls you and is like, "Hey, it's General Mills," and uh, or I guess <laughs> Brian be, Stevens calls you. Hey, uh, you understand? That's exactly what I thought, Chuman. When I heard the news a few days ago, and I heard the Prime Minister or the President of Israel say, "We are going to respond with a heavy whatever or however he said." Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "Man, it is not good when Israeli tells you they're going to do something like that." Because that shit happens. Right, because Israel is in a situation, their country is in a situation where they got enemies all around them. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So not only is it like it's going to happen, but if they're actually telling you of something. They have to follow through with it. And they're in wars about deception. They're doing exactly what they're supposed to be doing. War's about deception, so if they're even willing to tell you that we're going to do this, you got to believe also there's 10 other things going on. Because they're basically, by hitting that, my first thought is, you know, if I don't know the strategic importance of that building other than to say that it took up all the fucking press room, like all the media air just got sucked up by that story. And when the United States does shit like that, my always my inclination is like that's so that we can do a bunch of other shit fast. That's not going to get the same level of coverage. Well, they were saying some other thing where they actually lied to the media and told them that they were the they had troops already in Gaza, and and then later they said, oh, well, we just said that because what we wanted to do was all the rebels that were in Gaza, right. we wanted them to go under, underground because we were able to bomb that. I agree, I, and so, that's exactly right. So those deceptive ploy, those, those things that they use, those like media things that they use are definitely thought out. Listen to this. So. AP president and CEO Gary Pruitt said in a statement that the company was shocked and horrified by the military strike. They have long known the location of our bureau. New journalists were there. We received a warning that the building would be hit. Reporters for AP and Al Jazeera were forced to evacuate the 12-story building after the owner was warned that it would be targeted. Israeli forces struck the building an hour later, causing it to completely collapse. Crazy. Completely collapse. So they got those dudes out. This is, that's got to be, maybe there's dual purposes, but that's got to be for uh, coverage and um, using up, you know, sort of the press coverage and and basically sucking up all the energy to create a distraction because they're doing something else. Man. Just think if you're the owner of that building and you've worked your entire life to build this empire of real estate and all of a sudden here comes fucking israel with a big bomb to take out your the only way you have to make money i mean i don't even know that that's i mean it's not all of a sudden i can i can already hear big lep saying like it ain't all of a sudden bro and he's right it's because um 
you know, they've been in this situation now since Israel became a, 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 a nation. And before that, the Jews have been attacked by everybody. So my point of the matter is, is it ain't all of a sudden, but it's boiling up till uh, right now. Go ahead. Did you get... I sent you that thing from Vice. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I looked Flint. into it. So what did you think about that? Like, that was fucking nuts. Well, tell people what it is. Um, it was Larry Flint. Uh, apparently, he has a huge FBI file. Right. And uh, when he was getting tried for what was it? Indeed, I don't remember what. what Peddling the, smut, bro. Right. Obscenity laws. So they were gonna they were gonna put him in jail. Right. And and uh. He he, definitely was getting you know railroaded. I think right, and uh, he was wearing shirts like "fuck this court" or whatever. I don't remember exactly what was going on, but he was gonna blow himself up in the wheelchair. Mm. He was gonna blow himself in the wheelchair. Blow himself up. I was like, I'd like to see that trick. Like, how do you bend over and suck your own dick in a wheelchair? That's pretty crazy. Yeah. He was gonna blow himself up in a chair. In a wheelchair. In his wheelchair. I mean, of course he's not. I mean, okay. Why do we add the wheelchair part? Because I, uh, you know, if he's walking in, how is he gonna put the bomb in it? Right? Oh, I see. He's got a bunch of metal. Right. Metal. Put, Natural know. shrapnel. Right, he was gonna. Put why a bomb was he gonna? In a why? I mean, why? Just take everybody out. Take out. The why judge. though? Why? Because you can't fucking put out a porn mag. Was it really that serious? I mean, he thought it was. He thought it was serious enough to kill himself and everybody around him in the court. That's just crazy. I, I, I mean, uh, well, he's crazy, right? Is he's, he? a li- he's a little loony. Yeah, he is a little loony. You know what's weird is I was looking at his face and I'm like, you know, he's got a little bit of an Elon Musk look. You know? Yes, he does. Larry Flint, Elon Musk, right? Yeah. Separated at birth. <laughs> Who's Elon <laughs> Musk's dad? Does he know? <laughs> Larry Flint. <laughs> Larry Flint. Larry Flint Musk. <laughs> Flint Musk. <laughs> that was his name. Hey, Flint Musk. Yeah, I did. Anyway, yeah, fuck this court. <laughs> I kind of agree with that, though. I think you should be able to wear shirts that say "fuck this court." Like, if we're, do we believe in free speech or not? You know what I mean? Like, come on. But uh, one of the things that I saw in the file that kind of blew my mind was uh, I didn't know that there was a, a a John DeLorean cocaine bust. Had yeah, you heard that? Yeah, that's the, the guy who that was how John DeLorean. Really became famous. His car didn't do shit. It was that he got busted for the cocaine, and that's what made John DeLorean so famous, man. It's the wow. cocaine bust, and then what they do? They're like then, they. Then, then, then it was like the car thing had not blown blown him up. The DeLorean car. Yeah, it was some news, and he tried, but it was when he got busted for coke that that's when everybody found out who DeLorean was. Right. Then when I saw this show called The DeLorean. I thought it was a show that they were doing on DeLorean. The car. Right, on the dude, the DeLorean. Oh, right, and? But it wasn't. Uh, But the thing of it is, is I remember, so then I was thinking about the DeLorean, and I was like, what the fuck? And And then I realized, like, obviously, Back to the Future, they didn't need... Right, that's the car from Back to the Future, right? Yeah, it is, yeah. Now I understand why Doc Brown was so crazy. He was all fucked up on DeLorean's coke. <laughs> he was coked out. He was like, Marty, Marty, that I can't was, find my wallet. That was one of the cars they were <laughs> stuffing all the coke into. To... 
That's Brian Stevens, Back to the Future, dude. Fucking time traveled, and then he lost the DeLorean in his wallet. I think DeLorean did like I think you want to say he did like ten years. No. I see what he did. How much prison time? Man, that is wild. He got convicted and all that. I mean, I, damn. But what what is DeLorean? Is that Italian? I think so. Yes, I think so. And he, he was, was a designer? Like, like who's letting oh. him design cars? Like, what the I fuck is that? I forget how he does that, but he comes in and decides he's going to fucking put together the next. He was trying to be the Elon Musk back then. Was he? He was trying to come in and make his own fucking sports car. He's like, who the fuck is Ferrari and all this stuff? I can do a car. Dude, he managed and developed a number of vehicles throughout his career. There the Pontiac go. GTO, the Pontiac Firebird Grand Prix, the Vega, the Chevrolet Vega. Do you think Elon Musk has ever taken Coke? <laughs> Are you kidding me? How much time did that guy do in prison? I'm going to find out. But I'm just saying, like he was big news. He was, a, and he was like a, he was like a, a boss. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I mean, why is he doing coke and trying to build cars? Oh, he's not doing coke. No, I'm saying, why is he shipping coke and, or were the cars just to cover for the coke? Uh, from his, and he was trying to make it happen. He needed that money to fund his fucking. Dude, it says here. Uh, I'm looking at the wiki. Wait, it's he- a- it says here they had a videotaped sting operation in which he, DeLorean, was recorded to undercover federal agents agreeing to bankroll a cocaine smuggling operation. Fuck. Where's that story? That's a good one. We should do well, that one. I think he didn't go to jail, bro. It says he was acquitted on all charges. Really? But that was for defrauding a vet. Hold on, hold on. FBI set him up with more than 59 pounds of cocaine. About $6.5 million in $82. In eighty, Yeah, right, dude. In a hotel near Los Angeles International Airport. IHOP. The, the Hojo, Howard Johnson. I've stayed there a couple times. That's where they were at. No, I'm just kidding. I made that up. After arriving in New York and the Federal Bureau of Investigation stated DeLorean was the financier to help the financially declining company in a scheme to sell 220 pounds worth estimated $24 million. So see, that makes sense. The car thing was falling apart. So you had to fucking, you know, and that's really, I just read Musk's biography, and that's how he was able to stop Tesla from going into bankruptcy. He sold a bunch of fucking crack. $400 million worth of crack. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. That's a joke. I don't know that. But I did read his biography, and, you know, I can't remember who I was talking to, but, man, Elon Musk uh, is an amazing dude when it comes- You were talking to me. Was that you? I'm like, fuck, man. Elon Musk, we we talk a lot of shit and joke around, but, you know- he figured out in the aerospace industry that everybody was moving slow, and they were spending way too much money building rockets. Right. He figured it out. He studied the industry right bef- like before he entered it. He took some time and really looked at it to figure out where the growth was. And when you know, he figured out, he's like, if they can make Honda Civics affordable cars, I should be able to make an affordable rocket. He wants to make like a Camry uh, Toyota Corolla. Yeah. Uh, right? A Corolla rocket. And that's what he's done. And dude, nobody in the industry wanted to help his ass. Here's what I'm a little bit confused on. Go ahead. Go ahead. Nobody wanted to 
because I heard him say that, oh, yeah, eventually I'm going to have it set up where they're going to sell tickets for you to go to space. What's in space that people want to go see? What? Is it that somebody wants to fly out into space and see what that looks like and look at the Earth from space? Is that the whole big deal about this? What are you talking about? First of all, this is number one. You want to pay to get on a rocket. Not only that, right? But think about all of the dumb travel shit people do, and it's not even in space. Like, why are you, why are you going there? Right? What's there to do there? You know, there's that town is small. It's only got one auto body shop. What are you doing there? Like, all that shit. So, okay, people already have dumb travel ideas anyway. But space, I got to I'll tell you for me, okay? I want to, number one, yeah, I want to feel what it feels like to have that kind of thrust. G-force. Oh, probably fucking blow a load in your pants, bro. Easily. Second, I still like when planes take off. I still like that. Sure, me too. I like that feeling. <laughs> Guys like you and me probably love shit like that. Yeah, All right. Yeah. Then on top of that, right, you go up into space, I want to feel weightlessness. You want to feel the gravity shift. Yeah. And yes, I do want to see what the earth looks like. I mean, how many humans in history can say they physically looked through that little fucking glass and saw the earth? Right. So I think that's what's up there. And also, I think once you start doing space travel, like low level space travel, I think you can get to like, you know, London to LA in like an hour. Because you can collapse the distance by going up and down something like that, right, Sean? Isn't that right? What? <laughs> Sean's looking up the NFL draft right now. <laughs> Fucking bastard. Uh, but the point of the matter is, yeah. Now, Elon Musk, right? Not only that, but Elon Musk has figured out also <clears throat> how much it's going to take to actually get shit up into space. Originally, when Elon started out with his fucking dreams, dreams of Elon, he started out just trying to figure out how to get to Mars. And this was because he got bought out of PayPal, had a divorce, right? I think he made $200 million off of PayPal, okay? And he's just kind of like, it, the way it's characterized in the book anyway, I don't know if it's really true, but he's just kind of figuring out like what he wanted to do, like what was going on, whatever. And he joined some club called Going to the Mars Club. He wanted to do something real. He made his initial money off of trying to uh, surpass banking, internet banking, X, Bank X or X Bank, some bullshit was on internet. And this was back when, like, that was crazy. That was, this is still back when, you know, you'd go to the ATM to try to pull out cash. You know, but this is back when you would stand in line to deposit a check, if you can remember that shit. There was none of this taking a picture. And so he's like, Dealing with these banks, I think he was interning at like a at a um, at a major uh, like financial institution. He was interning or something like that. He'd already made his money off of something called Zip Two, which was a basically like a primordial map quest. Huh. He'd figured out him and his brother had figured out how to develop like listings online so you could find your goddamn pizza and get the directions to Pizza Hut from where you're at. 
That got bought out by Compact. He got $20 million. Took that $20 million, put it into this bank idea. He got the idea for the bank because he figured out that Brazil debt was backed by the United States. The Brazilian debt was selling for $0.25 cents per dollar uh, on the dollar. United States is backing it at $0.50 cents per dollar. And so he figured out you'd automatically make $0.25 cents if you just bought up all this Brazilian debt. They take a shit, you make all your money back, and you double your money. And he thought, this is crazy. And he, none of the finance people moved fast enough, and none of them wanted to take advantage of it, and none of them wanted to break out of their old way of, of thinking. And so it all went down the tubes. Then he goes, you know what? I'm going to make my own bank. It's going to be online. It's going to be super fucking fast. And I'm not going to have all these fees and all this fucking slow bullshit. And eventually, we're going to be able to email each other to pay each other. That was the whole concept. While that's going on, Teal and his fucking weird little fucking gremlin trolls are making something similar. Not exactly the same, but something kind of similar. And then they start fucking giving each other titty twisters and fucking punching each other in the stomach and trying to be number one. Then they realize... Why are we going to outspend each other, waste each other, kill each other so the banks can take our shell and fuck us in the skull? Why don't we combine forces and fuck them all? And that's what they did. They combined forces and they fucked them all. Little bit of fighting back and forth at the very top. And eventually Elon gets pushed out because he's not exactly a CEO type. Kind of a Steve Jobsian sort of story there. But whatever. Eventually, I want to say... Uh, I can't remember who bought them out. Big fucking Amazon, not Amazon. Some big outfit bought out PayPal for one point or whatever, $38 billion or something like that. And he walked away with $200 million. Now, the thing about fucking Elon is that that cocksucker puts his money into his company. Every other fucking jabroni's walking around trying to get you greased up to give you your money for their idea. Elon's putting his own money in. That actually convinces other investors that this motherfucker's serious about what's happening. Since he's got skin in the game, I don't have to worry about him pissing my money away and paying off hookers to keep the mouth shut. Then, right, he starts the SpaceX journey. And it starts off with, I'm aimless, I don't know, I got a divorce, da-da-da. I won't go into the whole thing, but essentially joins this club for nerds. It's more than a club, but I mean, it's basically a bunch of geeky scientists sitting around like, how do we get to Mars? And they're all like camping and fucking Burning Man and trying to figure out what it would be like to live on red rocks and all this other shit, dried ice cream and all those cocksucking bullshits. (laughs) And then he realizes at some point going through the process, he's like, it's going to take a long time. He tries to buy rockets. That's when he starts to realize the rocket space, aerospace industry is fucked. It's fucked. Like, Sean called Elon and was like, how's the aerospace industry? And, uh, and uh, Elon said this. And we didn't hear it. And Sean called the aerospace industry and Elon said this. And we didn't hear it. Is it me now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. <laughs> oh, there you go. Welcome to the Nagababa all-night party. This is out of left field. It has nothing to do with what this podcast is about, but I want to tell you I see lots of scantily clad, dark-skinned women dancing around with real tight dresses and loud nipples. Thank you. All right. Loud so, nipples? Yeah. So anyway, going back to the story. So, yeah. So Sean called Elon and said, <laughs> <laughs> said, how's the aerospace industry? And he said, it's fucked. It's <laughs> fucked. 
Okay. So uh, then Elon's like, okay, I need to get some rockets cheap. Now, let me ask you a question, Steve. This is a fucking question for you, my please, friend. Please. All right. 17th Street Pride's on the line right now, so you better answer this. Who do you think Elon turned to to buy rockets? He's thinking. Mr. and Mrs. Earbuds, he's looking around the room. His Who do shaking. I think Eli? <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think Eli Whitney bought the cotton gin from? <laughs> no. Who did Elon turn? Russians. You are fucking right. Give that man a cigar. He turned to what he thought was the most corrupt and drunk country in the, uni- in the world. Right. And he said, they'll probably sell me some. And sure right. enough. They did. He, he got, listen. He got hooked up. Man, we should be, I, I don't know. We need to figure out how to do audio journeys of all these things. It's so yeah, fucking funny. Yeah. So he goes and he hooks up with a guy named, last name Cantrell. Cantrell is like a CIA analyst turned Russian expert who did business with the Russians and blah, 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 double agent, some kind of weird shit. Anyway, work with this guy, okay? Because he's got the contacts in Russia. So they set up this whole thing as a fucking flies in there, you know, just like Rocky Four. Elon Musk flies into Russia, you know what I mean? Um, and he's looking to buy some rockets, right? And he's like sitting there trying to figure out, like, what am I gonna do? Uh, hold on one second, Sean. Uh, who is that at the door? Uh, looks like it's the mailman. What's he doing? He's uh, dropping your mail off. Okay, so Elon Musk's plane is flying in to Russia, right? Yeah, it's perfect. The Siberian Express. Yeah. Here he comes. And he's like, I got to buy two fucking rockets. Yeah. He's got Cantrell with him, right? And it's snow's coming down, and you can see Red Square and St. Petersburg's right there. And he's sitting there, and he gets together all the top Russians, right? And they have this huge dinner, right? Just caviar, just shovelfuls of caviar just raining down and 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 all of those nesting dolls, all those fucking mind-boggling dolls that just keep getting smaller and smaller. Drinking vodka. Oh, vodka just pouring out of statue's tits and fucking into his face. And the whole while, these sweaty, fat Russians smoking just eye-stinging cigars and laughing and hugging and doing those weird Russian dances and playing the bazooki. And all of a sudden, Elon, who hates that shit, he says, cut the music. And he says, God damn it, we've been partying with these fucking Russians for 12 hours. Can I get the rockets or not? And the Russians turn to him and go, Niet, sorry, young boy. And they slap him on the face and tell him, we'd like to have you all, but you don't really have the money and you're too young. And he gets fucking pissed. And he doesn't even stay there to figure out the rest of the negotiation moves. He says, Cantrell, everyone, let's get back on my private jet and let's get the out of here and on the plane back Cantrell and everyone that's part of Elon's team's depressed Elon is on his computer with a spreadsheet he turns around to his depressed mule face crew hangdog crew and he says you know what we can build it ourselves for cheaper and he shows them the spreadsheets and they look at it mm. Months later, he's in Hawthorne. He's bought out a fucking 
uh, old Texas Rocket Man's factory uh, warehouse in Hawthorne. Huge fucking thing. And he goes to work. And all they have is a fucking concrete floor and folding tables to begin with. And before you know it, before you know it, he's got his first rocket ready to roll. He can't shoot it out from Los Angeles. He's got to go to Quadge. Sounds like a word for vagina in another language I know. But Quadge is in the tropics, and it's something that's owned by the military, and the military is down to help him out. Mm -hmm. Because the military is very interested in cheap, fast rocket flights. Well, let's talk about the climate, because I think at this time, it was like NASA was reaching out to people, trying to get people interested in starting, you know, aerospace. Well, yeah, but the problem... It was, but the problem with that is, is that um, I, I just mentioned that because it's a unique time in. No, I, I'd actually it is. Well, let me put it to you this way: and the way the book describes it is that Boeing and Lockyer, or whoever the fuck these guys are, right? They combine forces. Lockheed, thank you. They buy, combine forces, and they're like trying to build their own. And I think maybe prompted by NASA. But what Elon had discovered is that everyone's real fucking slow. Everything's done by committee, mm-hmm. and everything's done the most expensive way that mm-hmm. could be. And everything's outsourced. Is so it, there's 2,000 companies that support building a rocket because these 2,000 <laughs> 2, companies are like, you know, are, it's outsourced. So, they, so like they're sitting there just trying to fucking, I don't know what, they move real slow. And they act like, any kind of guy that doesn't have a background and isn't from there and blah, 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 can't really get involved. Okay? That's true. All right. And no one wants to help him. He's turning to all these different folks in Texas. He's turning to all these different folks in fucking where? Nobody wants to help him. That's why he's doing it himself. Sound familiar? <laughs> Hard luck show? Mm. Hard luck show, anybody? Right. Right? Fuck it. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. Yeah, Fuck it. Old. We'll do it live. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Right. Here's a new cut from Sting's album. <laughs> Take it away. Take it away. <laughs> when did we stop saying "Take it away" when we we're listening to? Oh my Here's God. a cut from Survivor's new album. Take it away. What's that guy's name? Bill O'Reilly. When did we stop doing that? Here's a new cut from Survivor's new album, Take It Away. That's tomorrow, and that is it for us today. And we will leave you with a... I can't do it. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! And thing sucks! That's tomorrow, and that is it for us today. I'm Bill O'Reilly. Thanks again for watching. We'll leave you with Sting and a cut off his new album. Take it away. Nice. All right. Anyway, so 
uh, that's just uh, old blue eyes and I improving audio working together, looking at the hand signals Tomorrow. and understand. And that is it for us today. <laughs> <laughs> There's no words on it. There's no words on it. There's no words on it. <laughs> Do it. Play it again. Go. On a teleprompter. I don't know what that is. I've never seen that. <laughs> and that is it for us today. Okay. I don't know what. It, whatever it is, it's not right on a teleprompter. I don't know what that is. I've never seen that. No, there it is. We are going to do Sting, yeah. Okay, but... Okay. The, now, I can't read it. There's no, there's no words on it. Okay. <laughs> there's no words there. To play us out. What does that mean? To play us out. It's, Sting is going to do... It's a video. Sting video. I love how scared that guy sounds. What is for credits? I don't know what for that credits. means to play us out. What does that mean? To end the show? Yeah. Yeah. All right, go, go. In five, four, three. That's tomorrow, and that is up. In five, four, three. That's tomorrow, and that is it for us today. And we will leave you with a. I can't, can't do, do it. it. <laughs> we'll do it live. We'll do it live! No. We'll do it live! Fuck it! <laughs> do it live! I I, I'll write it and we'll do it live! <laughs> fucking thing sucks! Fucking thing sucks! <laughs> Man, I felt like that, bro. I can't oh, be that mad at him. Uh, let him do it. All right. Well, That's tomorrow, and that is it for us today. I'm Bill O'Reilly. Thanks again for watching. We'll leave you with Sting and a cut off his new album. Take it away. Ah, yeah. Fucking thing sucks. <laughs> Fucking Steve Miller sucks. Fuck Steve Miller, man. I wish uh, I could have got you saying that. End of, uh, anyway, so where did we leave off in the story of Elon Musk? We left off with... Uh, so he's building it himself. Fuck it. We'll do it live. Do it myself. I'll right. write it myself. So Elon goes and he fucking starts doing it. No one's helping him. Right. And uh, Quatch, he gets it all the way to Quatch. And the thing about uh, I'll just say this without going too deep into it. God, how much money did he sink into this project? All of it. Every single dime he had. He got remarried to a new chick. And Gr the, I don't know. That. But the point of the matter is, is that he was down to his like last hundred thousand. He was not making payroll if he didn't get certain things. But NASA came through at the. But listen, they had like four launches that failed. Mm -hmm. mm. Quaj sends the first one, and there's engineers living on the island. Yeah, and the military is blown away because they will fly people back and forth between L.A. and Quaj or whatever to fix like little software issues and everything. Shit that would take NASA a month to fix on like launches would take them like a day. Right. So they were doing all that shit. And they went through it all. They went through everything from fucking, you know, one of the things that they went through. The first one went up. It exploded. A second one went up. Everything was going great. But right before the second f booster hits or whatever, the phase two, um, the, the liquid fuel that was in one of the tanks was sloshing around slightly. And just this little microscopic sloshing around caused the entire rocket to fucking move, and that blew up. Like, little shit like that that you wouldn't know. 
Right. Right. Until you do it. Until you yeah. do it. So you're sending them up. And then oh, at the same time, the media is killing them. They're like, see, what the fuck? I mean, his value that blah, blah, blah. But what does he produce? I don't see a fucking rocket. I see. I told you. Same shit they were saying about Tesla, by the way. Right. I don't make it any money. See what I told you? Cocksucker. Right. He kept going through all of that. And I'm talking like each each launch out of Quaj was like his make or break launch. Right. First one, they figured out. Second one, they figured out. Third one, they figured out in Malaysia and some other people were like, okay, we'll buy space on that. And that blew up. <laughs> now, a lot of people would have... Uh, packed up their bags and you know saved their last million to fucking go live in Palm Springs with the infinity pool right right have some Asian chicks with big nipples hanging around right I know your dreams you little sick prick you little fucker you little dirty <laughs> bastard I know what they are you don't have to say them I'll say them for you you can deny them to your wife if you want <laughs> I'm just telling you, I know what's up, right? You little dirty, you little dirty bug. I know what you do. <laughs> Silk sheets, I got it. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, breakfast in bed. I, I know. Don't worry about it. I know. You like that fucking ponzu sauce. I know what's up. I, <laughs> I don't know. I just, ladies and gentlemen, I just make the shit up as we go, okay? Yeah, don't fucking. Great. This works. Okay, it that's works. great. That's great. That's great. Anyway. <laughs> Steve, you still with us? Oh, yes, I am. Uh, right. <laughs> That's great. That's great. <laughs> it used to be eating on the show. Remember that? Right, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, oh, we... I had a rough night, man. What did, why did you have a rough night? I was up all... I was just up every hour. I was getting up, man. Why? I don't know. What my do you mean? My stomach was a little bit... My stomach was a little bit bothering me. I was up, man, from uh, 12 at night until 5.30 in the morning, every hour. Getting up, getting water, trying to piss, stomach filling up. So, trying to piss. Yeah, you got a prostate. Felt like I had to piss. Did you, was it a prostate? Maybe I don't uh, know what it was. I know it was. I needed. Felt like kidney I stones. To piss. Ooh, no. kidney stones are painful, bro. Why are you saying that? I said I needed to piss. Well, maybe one's blocking right. blocking the way. You're gonna build up. All I know is that I'm fucking beat today, but I wasn't gonna cancel. I'm right here. Uh, he's right here, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. and Mrs. Earbuds. He's right here. He's just having a rough, rough day. He's still here. Right. I'm here. He ain't going nowhere. (laughs) I'm supervising the show, (laughs) making sure these guys don't get out of hand. You're like, you know what you're like? like, Hey, I heard that. I heard it. Not on my show. You're like my dad, bro. When I try to change the channel, I was watching that. Anyway, so 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 check it out. So where do we leave off? Oh yeah, Sean Ponzu sauce. Then, 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 then four rolls around. Now nobody's rented space on the fucking rockets. Four rolls around. And it makes it into orbit. So now they're good to go. Now they've been launching like motherfuckers. Now they're just trying to figure out how to recycle the rockets. They've also got island landing pads now to catch the shit in the water. And they're looking, because what Elon's figuring out too, it's like, it, we just, we need, so he's done all the manufacturing in Texas and California. Think about that. Now, really think about that. What company do you know now, even car companies, right. are doing their yeah. shit in the United States? None. None. I think that's because we're moving to a new phase of the economy, and he sees that. It's going to be about not outsourcing shit. Right. Because it's going to have the smartest motherfuckers around 
like collectively to to be a part of what you're doing yes and also we're going to hit a phase i think where outsourcing is not it because you can't depend on a separate company that you don't control to deliver shit you need also they might run away with your idea well, no, they do. They do in China all the time. Right. So, like, and when I was when I was like going through that and thinking about it, I started thinking that like maybe sec- national security, like maybe we don't really understand the relationship between national security and business. Right. So, like, maybe on some level, when it wasn't that big a deal, they were like, "Yeah, let's outsource. Let's get it all out there." It's a belt buckle. Like, what do you care? And and other things. And then at some point, I realized like. Um, we're going to enter a phase where expensive Byzantine rocket science that's expensive in Byzantine, yeah. we can let all that out. And we're going to put a freeze on development. They were saying that the Russians are using the same shit they were using in the 60s. Okay, We'll put a thing on it, let them make some money on it, let them do whatever, let the Chinese... You know, fucking jack each other off with it, you know, and, and, and say, like, it's really cool because we're eventually going to have a rover on Mars, too, like the United States already did a bunch of times, right? And then we're going to change the economies. No more outsourcing, no more fossil fuels, mm. right? We're leaving that shit behind mm. because we, we're no longer able to deal with it. It's not really environmentalism as much as it's national security. Mm, right. One of the guys that's working with, Elon, I like, I like that idea. Elon, one of the guys that's working with Elon, um, his last name starts with a T. I want to say it's Tower. I think it is. Used to work in the government and was part of dealing with uh, Middle East war policy in terms of making sure the teams that are appropriate for the job are being sent to the right conflicts. Okay. Skill set conflicts. And it's a management thing, right? Just most efficient, da-da-da. Curation. He, at some point, became disheartened because he's like, fuck, this is all about oil. That's really what it's about. We don't care. We wouldn't be here if we didn't. So he started looking around for companies that Tesla was the only one that was legitimately using the batteries and not trying to do some hybrid bullshit and had a plan and it was working, starting to work. So he went to work for Elon. That guy went to work for Elon. So my point being is, is that, uh, so yeah, so I think, right, I think whoever the guys are or gals are up at the higher levels of organization are starting to understand, like, we got to bring all the jobs back home. Um, we probably will have to have universal salaries. We'll have to shift the focus away from um, <sighs> retail. We'll have to shift the focus away from, you know, sort of like maybe money being the only reason why you do a job. And then we've got to start focusing more on expertise and, and, and social value, right? And when we make that move, the rest of the world's still going to be fucking with fossil fuels and expensive rocketry shit and still on an old economic system. And at that point, the United States is going to make even more leaps and bounds. And one of the reasons why we're able to make real leaps and bounds, and they were saying Elon's company has basically just miniaturized and cheapened and shortened all these different aspects of the aerospace industry that you don't know about. You know how like NASA for a while was sort of leading the, well, we developed freeze-dried ice cream. Uh, or you know, we've got you know, whatever it is, the laser level. 
And that was for them to do their thing. And then those things got parted out and turned into elements that retail could use and the rest of the world could use. Right. So right now, Elon's taken a lot of those elements and made them cheaper, made them here. The technology that allows some of these newer metals to work here, all that stuff's in Hawthorne. I mean, think about it. In fucking Hawthorne. And in Texas. He opened up another facility in Texas, and that goes for Tesla and the rocket ship. So he's making cheap rockets, and what the military wants is a reactionary um, rocket force that if they have a conflict in the Middle East or they have a conflict in China, that they can, within a week's time, shoot up something into space to deal solely with that and give us a huge advantage in in a data-driven war situation and mech war situations that we're going to be having that's what's happening and that's what he's going to be able to provide the military that's why they're helping him support well a lot of that i like that whole thing you just said but get on that mic but he foresees like all the power turning to outer space essentially and it is okay and so the wars will be fought from a standpoint of outer space in, okay, so in the future, 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 clearly they will be. Right. And they're already kind of are right now. Right. Okay. Gotcha. But to effectively fight a war on Earth, dude, to effectively, <laughs> so I didn't know what you were doing. It was like, look, look, you were going to rip the thing around. <laughs> yeah, I was about to. Okay. To effectively fight on Earth. If you have war orbiting spacecrafts, you're way you, ahead. You're way ahead. Right. So I mean, I, are, I get how it leverages out that way. Right. Just so the same way like an there. airplane changed World War right. One. Yeah, I, I get you. Okay. Okay, I get you on that. Okay. So I think that's great. And I think a lot of what you, I, I want to thank you for reading this book so that you could get clear and share with me and Sean what this guy's plan is. What I found out was, what I found was real interesting what you said was, that this guy has an idea or concept to stop outsourcing our shit. Right. <clears throat> I right. don't think we would be in this motherfucking problem if we wouldn't have outsourced all our shit. Like, we'd have great shit. People could come to us. We don't need to be sending all of our profits and all of our margins and all of our, or going out and sending it all overseas. That's what fucked us, if you ask me. Because there's so many goddamn pigs. They don't want 100% margin. They need fucking 400% margin. Right. Sean, speak to that. Should make good American goods should be made in the United States. Motherfucking, you know, you want to fucking get fucking chopsticks? I you haven't made fucking and fucking <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like right. haven't made in Hawthorne. Haven't well Sriracha. Nike tennis shoes should be made in the United States. Yeah, but then it would cost a fortune. No matter what. So no, it wouldn't. Now it would because they fucked it up. That's the thing. Mm. It would have never cost a fortune. They moved it over out of greed, which made it now cost a fortune to to, to play the game. Mm. They fucked it all off. Mm. Speak today. What is your I mean, I don't have enough, you know, background in. I mean, you've witnessed it firsthand, especially with it when it comes to you have uh, too, though. textiles and and. But you have too. I mean, think industry. about it. The car. Hey, you've been affected. Everybody's been affected. 
I'm talking more closely to apparel, maybe in terms of like Nike tennis shoes or Levi's. Like those people do not produce anything in the United States. Right. For years. Right. And they were doing incredible businesses, both of them, here in the United States at one point. Right. Totally. Or they were like had sales. Company was growing, growing. Wasn't growing fast enough. Wasn't big enough margins. Right. It's the greed, man. Yeah. And now I, can you, I can't make a tennis shoe unless I go there to be able to compete. It's such bullshit. Right. But I, I said, you know what? All right. Well, I'm going to make it here and I'm going to charge more. I'm just going to make it here and charge more, but I'm going to keep the work here. Right. And that's kind of like Supermax and other brands that they are starting to do. It's like, I think that a lot of people that are, I'm going to speak just uh, for right now, textile brands. Well, I think that if you're an American brand, you should be trying to make your goods in America and see what you can do and how you can contribute to bringing some of your manufacturing resolutions back here. Doing some stuff here. Mm -hmm. I certainly am, and there are others, but I think that we need to get, we need to all get on the board, man. You know, um, yeah, so that's my my opinion. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. I agree with you. Uh, and Shellacy888 says uh, what uh, agrees with you, and so does Sunnyside75, 100%. There, people are saying 100%, big lux, 100%. So, yeah. So this is what I would say. I, I, I agree with what you're saying 100%. But I'm starting to think that the designers, whoever they are, were, um, I think part of the national security plan was to outsource the jobs. Wait, what? Creo que el plan de seguridad era outsource the jobs, los trabajos. I think that they were planning, I think that they opened the gate. I don't know how they do it, you know what I mean, in the sense of, I don't know that there's like a <coughs> phone call from a general and then he's like, hey, you know, Nike, go to South Africa and fucking blah, blah. But I think that what happens at the higher levels is they make, tax incentives and regulation defaults of course sure but that's all driven by greed mm, we think it is okay so you're saying that there was a, a different maybe a different agenda yeah and that agenda was for outsourcing these jobs but outsourcing under the guise of uh, you said something about security now yeah national security i think for like instance, better to have your enemies close than far? No, I no, no, no. I think that in order to get China to have these people from the farms and everything come in to the cities and look for work. Okay. Right? Um, the minute that outsourcing stops, so US companies and European companies are no longer gonna be paying jobs. Those guys are going to be out of work. Right. And there's going to be riots and blood in the streets. 
on top of that, certain things are going to be destroyed. Like certain cultural customs are going to be destroyed by the business uh, situation. There's going to be companies that, you know, like Foxconn and all these other ones, uh, where you're building like technology and people are getting access to goods and getting a sense. The same way when we export our movies, people want the blue jeans. Like, remember when all those Russians wanted the blue jeans? Same thing with the fucking technology shit. So I think there was a great push on some level to export as much American business as fucking possible. And there there probably were critics, you know, somewhere that were saying, yeah, it's going to hurt the U.S. economy. And they were like, yeah, we've got this idea of how long we're going to allow this. And we've pushed it to the max. Now we're going to contract and start taking all our technology back in-house and all the jobs back within the United States. And it's going to be something different going into the future than we've ever seen before. And I'll tell you something. This extortion of the oil pipeline is just the beginning of realizing like what we can no longer have or like we can't allow any more porous shit. We can't fo- If there's no fossil fuels, there's no fucking pipeline that can get shut off. So I think that we got China, Africa, Russia, all these, India. Remember I was talking about the BRIC countries? Sure. Okay, we got them all on a path of sort of Western business. Mm-hmm. And now we're going to shut it all down and change the business model. That's exactly what's happening, I think. That's just my opinion. Oh, that's deep. Hmm. What do you think, Sean? Does it sound plausible? I don't know. I mean, you you had to think that like all corporations would have to be in on that plan. Yeah. No, that's why I was saying default. So, so okay, you. That's a great question. It's a great question. It, it merits an answer, which is, okay, great, but like, how do you get everyone to go along with that? How do you? Defaults in regulations and tax incentives. Yeah, but that hasn't stopped them in the past. What do you mean? They've taxed, they've made like, you know, import taxes or, or taxed them, you know, people that, uh, or given like tax breaks to people that, you know, hire in the USA. No, nah, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about how do you get them to go out and do it? How do you get? You make it easy for greedy people to go overseas and you you do it through default regulation, default tax incentives so that... Foxconn or Apple or whoever wants to do it overseas. You do labor, you make labor expensive here, then the companies will go there. They know that. Right. So that's how you get the corporate cattle to move in a direction. You got to just, it's real simple. It's wherever their financial interest is. Now, listen to what I'm saying. The financial interest from maybe 68 going into the 2000s was it's too expensive to hire Americans. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck it. Let's just go to, fuck it. Let's just go to Korea. They fucking work for peanuts. Taiwan. Taiwan. Like, what's the fuck matter, you? <laughs> like, why don't we go to Taiwan and make flat screen TVs? Like, what the fuck? 
Jesus. Right. <laughs> and then, hold on. So that's exactly what happened. Okay. Then all of a sudden, the smart business move starts to look like, wait a minute. What if we keep it all in-house? We can make it here cheaper. Now we can control when and how we get shit. Right? And as a result, we can beat out the Chinese ones. Da, 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 da. Because once the competition in the other country starts to go up, all of a sudden, then the stability and the standards in the United States become more and more important. When, when all the other countries are just backwards, and you can just go over there, half of them aren't even set up to steal your tech. Right? They're just happy to have a, a job at the factory. Mm-hmm. Right, there's a certain point in development where it's no longer financially advantageous to be in a third world country anymore because they're starting to get caught up. Once they get caught up, you come back home. It's financially your incentives to come back home. You better believe, or transfer over to like Africa. When you say transfer over to Africa, what do you mean? So remove every all your plants, go ahead. whatever. I get it, and then set up shop in Africa, and then have that cheap labor well, yeah but what's the problem when you set up so you're let's let's say you're an american band let's say you're an american band so uh, you set up right yeah. you set up in africa what's the downside you got to train and you got to build yes what else is the downside when you're in africa you, you got to ch- ship what industry if you weren't in the audio industry would you be in that if you could pick one like you you think would be cool not not the auto industry? Any industry, whatever. Just pick one. Uh, close. Okay, close. Great. <laughs> I love your face, bro. Yeah, I just I love it. Just, you don't know. I'm just trying to figure out. Fucking pans. God damn, the fucking Indians always asking me questions TVs. that don't even fucking matter. I could just throw any shit out. I'll it's say, a fucking... Why don't we just make pans? Pens. Okay, pens, right? Right. Okay. You make pens in the United States. You... Have some of the parts overseas, but the company's still in the United States ultimately, right? Right. And it's called the old Blue Eyes Pen Company. Right. All right. And you've got silver, gold, like, you know, you're the, you're the fucking luxury pen, right? right? All Blue Eyes Sinatra luxury pens. Right. All right. What happens if you take your whole company to Africa. Not only do you have to train them, not Africa, one of the states in Africa. Pick one. Tell me. Go. Sudan. Okay, you go to Sudan. I like that. Sudan. Oh, blue eyes in Sudan, boy. Okay, you go there, you put everything you own in Sudan in this company. What's the problem beyond just training the people? The government. Because? Because they're probably going to want to cut. And what happens in countries like that to the government from time to time? Sometimes they're unstable. Oh, sometimes there's a coup. Yep. Sometimes in Africa, you hear about a guy named Colonel Gaddafi. <laughs> right. And he just comes in and he goes, you know what, old blue eyes? It's my company now, uh, fuck face. Yeah. Yeah, and you true. go, wait a minute. I got a piece of paper right here. It says, it's even signed in Libyan. And it says, it belongs to old blue eyes. And then Colonel Gaddafi goes, yeah, but I control the army. And guess what? That piece of paper ain't worth shit. And if I look correctly, it looks like my enemy signed that. Are oh. you saying that you're siding with my enemy, <laughs> old blue eyes? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no. It's your company. I'll let you be here, and you can have an executive position, and I'll give you fucking 100 denarii a week. 
What do you think of that? So that's what. <laughs> but my point is, is so that's why you don't take your actual company to those countries. It won't happen. Right. Okay. Until Go I mean, just like Exxon or any of these other oil interest companies, they went over to the Middle East or whatever, mm-hmm. and then they. You see what they did to them to get over there. Right. right. They took oil out of Africa. They took oil out of... Yeah, but that's not the same situation we're talking about. So what but, I'm talking about... Hold on, hold on, hold on. I know you want to go in a direction, but I'm just saying. The whole point of this is... What I'm saying is is that the economic model is going to be changing now. So imagine that the United States is the only place you can get to space. And imagine that if you wanted an affordable car that doesn't use any fossil fuel... You're going to have to go to the United States. You want to manufacture that? That's going to be in the United States. Because we're the only ones that even yeah, know how to manufacture. Right. And it's not going to be. He's got it. He's going to get it down to 30000 And imagine if we start doing the universal salary where everyone's earning 100000 within the United States. You can afford these things. Also, uh, all the other stuff's being cut out. The rest of the world's still going to be fucking with oil. They're still going to be trying to figure out how to deal with it. And then on top of all that, they're not going to be able to get their shit into space as fast. I'm just saying the economic model is going to change. So I think we got everybody hooked on fossil fuels. Everybody. There's not a person, there's not a country out there that doesn't need fossil fuels. So that we could change the game up, change script, script and leave everybody behind? Yeah, and let them worry about wars and destabilize. For the United States, it's not a question of are you taking over the world. It's a question of can you keep destabilizing economies so that they can never catch up to you? At the end of the day, China's main threat to us more than anything else is that they've got more people. That's You want to know who the colonels in the United States have been thinking about for years. It's China, yes. And what were they thinking about? They were thinking about, fuck, they got more people than we got, right? But, of course, the United States has been working on mechanized warfare. And, and, and a machine is going to be able... To the, I guarantee you, there was some fucking like bull session, you know, in Washington, Foggy Bottom in Washington D.C. Right? Yeah. There's ma- massive bull session where China was the big topic, right? For for years, right? And like lots of professors, lots of fucking spooks, all these fucking. And what I'm saying, I'm not saying it in a racist way. I'm saying CIA people. They're all sitting there fucking, blah, 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 and they're all going through and the hair all fucked up and, you know, trying to figure out how are we going to deal with China one day? I guarantee you, cigarettes, smoked, vapes, everything, yeah. pipes, fucking lager, you know, all that shit, speed, you name it. Snuff. Snuff. Real snuff, too. What a big shout-out to real snuff, the kind that goes up in the nose. I love that shit. All right. It's fun. It is fun. Ultimately, at the end of that, there was only one answer to dealing with all of the people that made any sense, that wouldn't start a war right away. Like, you could poison them all and kill them. You try that. I'm sure somebody said, some, some evil fuck probably did say, but eventually it came down to, the only way is machines. It's the only way, mechanized warfare. If we don't have to feed food and water to our weapons, because what is a soldier but just a, a thing to carry weapons to kill the enemy? If we could take that out of the equation, we could have drones circling day in, day out, just peppering fucking 
people in another country that are you know, got more people than us, but they don't have more machines. And we have a bunch of satellites to just solely set up. And that's if the satellites are only controlling data. Imagine one day when they figure out how to shoot a laser from space and kill somebody, which they will. Someone's working on it right now. What about the uh, the Russians shooting lasers at us? I don't need, I mean, yeah, sure. Did I'm sure they're trying. That? I heard about it, but I don't know what it does. Yeah, I don't know either, but apparently. Russia's whole thing is Sputnik. Russia's whole thing is Sputnik. Russia is all about the grand gesture. A symbol that seems crazy does nothing. Sputnik is a great example. They put Sputnik up. Fucking thing was a satellite. First satellite. They Scar- named their vaccine after it. Same thing, too. Fart in a bucket. Went nowhere. Right. Right? Vaccine went nowhere. Fart in a bucket. Sputnik, same thing. Flew around the world, and there was a light flashing on it. Whoa, look out. Lost the Cold War. Didn't mean shit. Same thing, vaccine. Same thing with these lasers. Russians are all about big show, no dough. I agree. Right? So, I'm just saying from that, no offense to fucking... You know, Russians or whatever. I but, don't care if they're offended. Okay, fine. That's Fuck true. you. Yeah. But yeah. my point is, is like, so that's that's what I think. So what I think with the outsourcing, yes, they were greedy. The greedy pigs weren't thinking about any of this. They just knew the floodgates were open to go get cheap labor, to make as much off they could off of Levi's and fuck up the system. They weren't thinking about quality anything. Those That's real. What you said is real. I'm just saying at the government level, when you look at, or whatever level this is, how to control society. Society is always controlled by what the defaults are. So if nobody does anything what's allowable, that's how you control society. So they opened up some things for people to go outsource. Now we're in a situation where outsourcing is no longer the smart move. It's real hard, in fact. It's not as easy as it was. In fact, I had a client who ships from China do an evaluation on their company, and that client um, was saying that all of their containers, plastic bullshit containers, they all come from China. And they were saying they just tripled and quadrupled in price. Yep. So they're doing our cotton too. Right. And when that happens enough, right. We just won't fuck with them. We just won't fuck with them. And then they're going to have to figure out. Right away from them. And then they're going to have to figure out how to. But the rest of the world that isn't us. Go ahead. Is still going to be fucking with them. And you know what? That might be fine for us because it might very well be that they can have all that technology to their blue in the face. Right. But where we're at with fuel, new fuels, new space capabilities. Um, Battery technology. Ba- oh, bro, you said it. Battery technology. And if you can still live. A- and then imagine the United States. Right now, we're kind of like fucked a little bit in the sense of you drive around LA and all you see is fucking homeless people sleeping on doorsteps and it's kind of crazy, right? Yeah. But imagine in the next 10 years. We ship them all out to space. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, now they're sleeping on the doorstep of, of the moon. No, but imagine in the next 10 years when we have more renewable resources here, the solar panel industry, right, is taking off. We have also the biggest private solar panel companies here, Solar City or whatever it is here mm-hmm. in the United States. So much shit going on. Imagine if in the next 10 years, right, we even get those high-speed tubes and all more, more and more affordable cars no longer need fossil fuels. Imagine even if, and I'm not even saying this is a good or bad thing, but imagine if the gas companies, I mean, the power plants and all that stuff, imagine if they got to fucking deal with now the fact that there's no demand for your fucking gas. Imagine if every gas station, right, no longer necessary. How much real estate's going to open up? So I so that's that's when reading Elon's book, I'm looking at all that. I'm thinking of all that, and I start wondering about this line between private and government interests, right? And I start thinking about like you were you were saying in that Isaac show. It's like there's just some people that are on trend. They don't think about it. They just are. So maybe there's that in industry too, or maybe maybe at the top level when you go to these seminars and you're sharing ideas across industry government blah 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 blah. maybe at those levels they're all hearing some of the similar ideas and that's where they're getting coordinated that's where the coordination may be coming from i don't know Hmm. that's a real interesting position huh sean yeah you want guy i like the outlook at that there's a hope there in there There yeah hope yeah there's a hope. And that and you know, that might be why, you know, Trump did all this shit and everyone got pissed off with China and it never worked out. And then kinda like Biden didn't really walk it all back. You know, you kinda notice that Biden sort of left a lot of that Chinese shit in place. When I say Chinese, I don't mean the people. I'm talking about the government, so don't fucking write in and call me a racist. I am a racist, but I, I love Chinese people. Mm. Right? I just I'm just talking about the government. But that's what I'm saying. Um, fuck. Hmm. What was I mean? What? How are we going to title that show? That's the fucking Elon's future. Elon. I just I do want to say this. Go ahead. When I saw that that uh, rocket land, yeah, it looked fake as fuck. fuck. And I think it it. The reason it looked fake is because I'd never seen anything, anything like, like that that's before. What that, that's, but that's how fake stuff looks when you're when you're not used to seeing something. It right. looks funny. Like when I first saw the planes hitting the fucking towers, it yeah. looked fake. Right. Right. It's kind of like that. Right. You know what I'm it's saying? Your, eye, your, your brain and your eyes have to equate what you're looking at. Right. It's yeah. Like, and there's and you want to know something? I was just looking at something the other day. And it fake. Oh, and it was real, and it looked fake. What was it? It was like some. They were showing some highlights of some football game, and it looked like fucking the football game that everybody plays on 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 PlayStation. Oh yeah, yeah. It was real. It's like, it looked fake though. It didn't look real because you weren't used to seeing football. For no, me, no. Was the way the, I guess the way they were covering it. The angle, the angles on it weren't normal. There were like some way out new angles they're using. You've seen I those, right? I think because they're using a different camera now. They're using a camera that's eye level. Yeah, You've and seen it, that. also the background blurs instead of like you're right. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I know. And what then you're it talking moves about. like it does weird shit. Yeah, you're like, it feels Dude, that's different. Not normal. Yeah, I've you're like, what that? the fuck is that? That's what I saw. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, right? they did that last season 
uh, when they're playing NFL. And I was like, whoa, that's it's weird. It's a new angle. I've never seen it's that, right? Diff- different type of technology or whatever that right. they're using. Man. Wow. Yeah. 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 Well, I want to give a big shout out right now to uh, the whole Cookies and Vibes family. Big burn. Congratulations on the Las Vegas opening. Big old shout out to me and my team at Supermax, www.supermaxhardware.com. We'll be launching summer in about three weeks. So keep your eyes open. Keep your eyes open, hard to kill. And uh, I think that's what I got for right now. Uh, sending my best, my love to the city of Santa Monica, everybody there, my kids and my grandson. What you got? Yeah, we got you, some good shit for the got? hard luck. Oh, man. Esteban, I'm sending you a shout out, bros. Stevan's finishing up his grill. His grill? Yeah. And what is he got? Talked to him. He was he's got he like the oxygen thing and the whole thing. Yeah, getting the whole bottom. Oh, uh, I thought you were talking about because summer was coming and he was getting ready to. No, not that. Good. Like barbecue. Getting a grill. Oh. Not getting the grill together. But. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, man. Shout out to Esteban, the whole soul assassin. What's up, Chuban? What you got? Bro. I want to say a big shout out to Jamestown Sklalem Indian Tribe. If yeah. You're out there. I want a big shout out to Ron Allen, greatest chairman of the tribe of all time. Everybody knows it, history for decades to come. I want to give a big shout out to uh, Bad River Oneida, my other side of my other tribe. I want to give a shout out to the Scottish McGregors. McGregor, despite them, because I'm also. I'm part Scottish. I also want to give a shout out to the fucking French. I know you smoke cigarettes and you weird fucking lame hats, but I got to tell you, love your fucking cheese when I wasn't vegan. Love your fucking <laughs> wine when I wasn't Jesus wasn't sober. Christ. I want to say, uh, Ovana Bone LLP, god damn it. You know what the deal is. I, I'm getting a ton of, ton of clients. Yeah. Looking for a new attorney? Are some coming I'm, in from your partner, Lucky? Some coming in from Big Steve. Some are coming in from the show. And some are just coming in. I'm not kidding you. I, I probably get hit up great. five times from the show. That's great. A week. And now I'm hiring a fucking attorney because uh, I got to... Because I'm starting to get all entertainment projects that are taking up more and more and more time, so I'm like, fuck, I gotta bring in. So I'm bringing in some attorneys, gonna you know, fucking run them through the paces, smack them around. I love that. Oh, listen, I I bring in more business if I can go out and meet people. I don't need to be. That's sick. right. That's it's right. It's the truth. That's right. I'm not even saying that from. All right. Hobnob. Go ahead. Hobnob. Hobnob. on my knob. Okay. Shout out good. to Supermax. Hey! Yeah. Supermax! Yeah. Yeah, you rock it. Man, uh, I love your shit. We got something in the car for you. Don't oh, trip word up, me. word up. I love... The hat is fucking premium quality. I just bought another hat, and I was like... Because you got me up on hats, man. Yeah. I wore yeah. that hat, and I'm like, I fucking love this hat. I'm going to give you more And hats. then I bought another yeah. hat, and it just wasn't the same, bro. I'm going to give you I'm gonna give you every hat we same. make as long as you keep wearing them. I'll Get fucking, fucking fired up. Um, oh, shout yeah. out to Disinfect, uh, the podcast. Check that out. Um, new episodes uh, are out and coming soon, so check that out. And that's it. No, I just say? like, dude, what the fuck is this all about? Say about this time. Adios, amigos, from the Hard Luck Show. Yeah.
look. Ah, yeah. uh, so hey, clear this one up. This is a great one. <laughs>